ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद भगवदगीता ट्रांसलेशन एंड कॉमेंट्री बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस श्री लाइन चैप्टर थ्री टेक्स ट्वेंटी सेवन प्रकृते क्रियमाणी कर्माशंकार विमूर्धात्मेशन The spirit soul, bewildered by the influence of false ego, thinks himself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of material nature. Someone translating. Purport. Two persons, one in Krishna consciousness. ego. that he is the doer of everything he does not know that the mechanism of the body is produced by material nature which works under the supervision of the supreme lord the materialistic person has no knowledge that ultimately he is under the control of krishna the person in false ego takes all credit doing everything independently and that is a symptom of his nascence he doesn't know that is gross and subtle body is a creation of material nature under the order of the supreme personality of godhead and as such his bodily and mental activities should be engaged in the service of krishna in krishna consciousness the ignorant man forgets that the supreme personality of godhead is known as rishikesha or the master of the senses of the material body while due to his long misuse of the senses in sense gratification he is actually bewildered by the false ego which makes him forget his eternal relationship with krishna so this is a well known verse in bhagavad gita at least it's well known among those who hear shila prabhupad and read his books because he quotes this verse quite often one of the more quoted verses uh it's also a verse that causes um a lot of misunderstanding the bodies find it difficult to understand what what does krishna mean here kartaham i am the doer anyone who thinks like that is bewildered 
But then if we consider that we, we have some minute independence to choose to do something or not, then we should be the doer. We should be some kind of karta. If we don't have any independence, then what's the meaning of Krishna speaking Bhagavad Gita? Because he's trying to convince Arjuna to act in a certain way. But then if, if Arjuna has no independence, then what's the meaning? So actually various commentators have described that this the jiva certainly has this minute independence. But if he thinks, I am the doer, then that is not correct. It's just like in later in the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna describes the symptom of a demoniac person is that he thinks, Ishvara Hamaham Bhogi, I am the controller and I am the enjoyer. We all like to come a little bit forward more. Ladies and strangers. So, but in one sense, the, the jiva is a controller to some extent. And to some extent, he is an enjoyer. But to think that I am an independent control independently of Krishna or that my controlling is not only independent of Krishna but that Krishna is not the controller I am the controller Krishna isn't I am the enjoyer Krishna isn't this is demonia to take control to take charge to take responsibility that is praised by Krishna as one of the good qualities of a Kshatriya. He, he cites as a demoniac quality, Ishvaraham, but then he states among the laudable qualities of Kshatriyas that one of them is Ishvarabhav, the feeling that I'm in control. So to take charge, to take responsibility in Krishna's service, that is very good. That is required. Every person should be responsible. Human life is meant for responsibility. So everyone should be responsible, both on the material platform and the... That means that everyone should do something. Everyone should contribute something to human society. And spiritually, that's most important. One should be spiritually responsible. Before this body drops dead, which it will do at some point, for sure, one should cultivate Krishna consciousness. So one should be responsible. So one should neither think that I am, the, I am an independent controller of Krishna, nor sh another wrong philosophy, wrong understanding is that, well, I have no independence. People, we ask people to chant Hare Krishna and say, well, when Krishna wants me to, I will. As if you have to wait for 
personal order from or Krishna has to come and personally move your the muscles in your jaw and your tongue so that you chant Hare Krishna. That's another. It's a rascalish thing to say. That Krishna is always telling us. Krishna comes and speaks Bhagavad Gita. He came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to teach us to chant Hare Krishna. We say, well, when when Krishna wants me to, when I get Krishna's mercy, when God is merciful, then I shall follow His instruction. He's already giving the mercy. So these are all various pious sounding ways of avoiding surrender to Krishna. This is uh, very common. People like to be to think themselves very religious and pious right, while avoiding surrender to Krishna. Just a few weeks ago, one man showed me the actually it was a whole family came and they they showed me the the photo of their guru who's not well known in Tamil Nadu. He's a North Indian cheetah. You have your own South Indian cheetahs here, and there they have their North Indian cheetahs. This is in Delhi. So, so they showed me a picture of their guru and I told them that, well, you're very unfortunate and uh, proceeded to explain why. That this person is making himself look very prominent and not promoting Krishna. So they were avoiding in various ways. Then I asked them, well, what, what is your goal of life? He said, Ananda. I should enjoy. So his his rascaldom is exposed. That he wants he wants sense enjoyment. So I was telling him that one should be interested in the Param Satya. No. Not interested. So they were exposed as rascals, the whole family. Although apparently pious, they came to our program, they gave me some gifts. So, Karta, we are, to some extent, we are all doers. But we should understand that the actual doer is Krishna. No one can do anything without his consent in the sense that unless unless Krishna gives the power, we cannot do anything. We say that a highly empowered guru just like Prabhupada, we can say is Shaktyavesh. Shaktyavesh. We can understand. He's not an ordinary person. He's, he's not a person of this material world. It's not that Prabhupada was a, was a businessman and then he chanted Hare Krishna and then got the idea to do some preaching. But we can understand from his life and his empowered activities that He's a, directly a resident of the spiritual world who came here and was empowered by Krishna to preach Krishna consciousness. So he's a Shaktyavish. 
is empowered by Krishna. But actually everyone is Shakti Adarsh. Because whatever Shakti we have, that's all coming from Krishna. The only thing is that the Shakti we take is mostly from Krishna's Bahiranga Shakti. We are under the Maya Shakti. And Prabhupada was acting, being a pure devotee of Krishna, was acting directly under the Antaranga Shakti. Prabhupada was directly under the shelter of the Antaranga Shakti. So, whatever, whatever we're doing, just like I am speaking now, so the power to speak, that only comes from Krishna. The Sanskrit term is their Vag Shakti. But that actually doesn't refer to the movement of the, the power for moving the lips and the, the, the jaw and the tongue combined with breath and produces some sounds. The Vag Shakti doesn't mean that. Vakshakti means the ability to speak in such a way that that, that is empowered. Vak is present there. Vak means Saraswati Devi. To speak in a manner that is synonymous with Ved, Veda Shabda. That will have the power to impress on the heart of others. Of course, you can try to impress by some doing some jugglery acts in the middle of speaking or something like that. But Bhag Shakti means that which is in touch with, particularly with Shuddha Saraswati, who is the, the Saraswati. She gives material knowledge, but Shuddha Saraswati. She is the speaking of the Supreme Lord. She is Ved, Vedavani. So one who has Saraswati on his tongue, then he'll speak Vedavani, whatever he speaks. That will be Satya Vedavani. So this all, this all comes by the blessings of the Supreme Lord. Everything, even to speak, we think it's a very ordinary thing to speak. We don't think how I'm speaking, but it's actually, that's another whole subject of Vedic and modern studies. So what, what is this speaking? It's actually a, it's, if we consider it's almost miraculous that I say something and some concept is there, and through the medium of sound, that concept is transmitted to someone else. That, for instance, you have the word temple or mandir, koil. So, I, I, I say that and in your mind, that word, temple, that has some meaning, that it is the word is ascribed to an, ab it's actually abstract because temple, there are so many different temples. So it's one classification of 
object which is called a temple. And especially when it comes to subtle terms, abstract terms. If we if we speak about, uh, I was feeling happiness. So, if I say, I am feeling happy, you can't quantify happiness, but you can't measure happiness. But if, if I say, I am feeling happy, you will all understand what I'm talking about. <coughs> <coughs> so the point being made here is that all power comes from the powerful. Even to lift your finger, it's a very easy thing to do, to lift your finger. But if we have paralysis, have a stroke, you can't move it at all. I've many times given the example in my lectures that some years ago in Baroda in the winter I woke up, it was a cold morning and the whole right side of my arm I couldn't move it at all or just very slightly so I couldn't take my shirt off I couldn't brush my teeth and the ordinary things that you think of in the morning I'll go brush my teeth take a, I couldn't do it There's, we don't think. You get up in the morning and you get up and you put out a paste gun. In modern Hindus it's called paste gun to brush your teeth. <laughs> so we just take it, we don't think that. We don't think now I have to put my hand, okay, finger, get, move towards the toothbrush, okay, move a little bit closer, a little bit closer, okay, open up a little bit, move in, move in, move in, okay. Hold it, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Squeeze the paste. Okay, move it in. We don't think all these things, do we? We just take it out, squeeze, do something. But we take it for granted. But the power to do so comes from Krishna through his <coughs> Maya Shakti. So, we are doing, but we are subordinate doers. Karta means doer, one who is doing. We are certainly doers because we could choose, today I don't want to brush my teeth. Young children sometimes, ladies say no. Sometimes the children in the morning, they are protesting, no I won't brush my teeth. Later we don't think, but anything we can choose to do or not to do. And life is full of choices. To do or not to do. What should we do? So actually we can't do anything without the sanction of Krishna. But we have a choice. What to do, what not to do. And Krishna will allow us to some extent. We can choose to do something, but it doesn't always work out the way we think. We may think that there's so many things. I will 
marry this person and we shall be happy. It doesn't always work like that. Or I shall go to America, then I'll earn lots of money. But we may go to America and uh, get killed in a mobile So we, we have so many plans what we want to do, but as the saying goes, man proposes and God disposes. So therefore in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna recommends you do, you have a right to do things, but you shouldn't be attached to the results. And this attachment to the results, uh, we shouldn't be attached to the results because we should know that ultimately the result is in Krishna's hands. Now, so much suffering, all suffering is caused in this world because of this karta aham, ishvara aham, bhogi aham, thinking I am the doer, I am the controller, I am the enjoyer. All suffering comes from this. Instead of understanding dasoham, Krishna Dasoham, if we think Ishvaraham, all suffering comes from this. All enjoyment comes from this also. There's no material enjoyment without thinking Ishvaraham, Kartaraham, Bhogiyaham. All material enjoyment comes from this. If one thinks that I am not the controller, and the servant of Krishna, then there's no material enjoyment. There's liberation. There's spiritual enjoyment. But material enjoyment comes on the platform of ahankar. I am the doer. I am. I am important. Ahankara vimudhatma kartahamati manyata. So if you think I am the doer, then only we can enjoy material life. Which is why people are not interested in hearing Bhagavad Gita as it is. Because they want to be in illusion. I am the doer. If people take to Krishna consciousness, then how can they enjoy material life? You can't. The two things don't go well together. So as long as I'm thinking that I am the doer, then we can attempt to enjoy this material world. And we see some people, they have, by their previous, due to the fruit, the fruit of their previous karma, they have more karta aham bhav, the feeling that I am, I am the doer. And some people are actually they're the kind of people that take charge and they get things done and when they say something people follow and they become heads of corporations or they become heads of political parties 
they become prime ministers, all this kind of thing. There's one saying, there are two kinds of people in this world, leaders and followers. So some people, they have this, this sense, yes, you can do something, they're very confident, okay, let's do it. <coughs> Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. That was a famous saying of a, an American admiral during one war, which, which they were torpedo was it mines so anyway there, no, there were torpedo there were torpedoes coming at them but he said damn the torpedoes let's attack anyway so with that courage he went on and they won the battle so that that spirit very strong spirit okay let's let's do things let's get things done and organizing people hey come on Get this job done. Okay. You do this. You do that. Get something done. Some people have that power, isn't it? Everyone will be standing or there's something, some accident or something. Everyone's standing around. They don't know what to do. And then someone comes in and says, Hey, here, bandage his arm. Call the police. Call the ambulance. Okay. And immediately, problem solved. And others are just... I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, he has some shakti. So, this, this shakti is a cause of enjoyment. It's people enjoy to be, to be respected by others for being good leaders, good managers, politicians, heads of political parties. Everyone has that in this material world to a greater or lesser extent. Purusha Abhiman. It's called Purusha Abhiman. The feeling that I am the boss. I am the enjoyer. But it results in suffering because everyone is trying to boss everyone else. And some take a subordinate position, but everyone likes to feel, I'm the boss of someone or something, at least in your family, the, the, the father likes to think he's the boss, or the mother, and then uh, people don't have families in the well, the family, in the modern age, the families, the children don't listen to them, so they keep a dog. People like to keep dogs. Because the dog... The dog knows how to get... The dog knows how to get his sense gratification. If the dog becomes a very obedient to the master, then he gets his food. So the dog is he takes the position of being the obedient servant and people like the dog. At least someone listens to what I say. No one listens to what I say, but the dog listens to what I say. <laughs> so, Kartaham, 
at least in relation, and therefore they say dog is man's best friend, because you can lord it over the dog. Actually, in uh, traditionally, only the I don't know what you call in Tamil, but the bungies they would keep dogs. Other people would not keep inside the house. People would keep outside. They'd keep out in the village. They'd keep the dog would stay outside. They'd throw them some rice or something, not inside the house. Only bungies. Bungi means those who are cleaning the toilet. Only these, only these people would keep inside the house. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's stated in Shastra that if a Brahmin keeps a dog in his house, he goes to hell. So now they've all become bungies. Bungies. What's that in Tamil? They they clean out the stool. Sweepers. Yeah, sweepers. Safai wala. Safai wala. So this feeling that I am the doer. This. People want to feel like that because we are imitating Krishna, but it leads to distress because Krishna is the controller, and we are his servants, and we cannot be happy unless we are in our proper position of service to him. Krishna is the supreme controller eternally. We can have the feeling that I am the controller, but it's temporary. I am the controller. I am the enjoyer. That's why we see in the Western countries, all people—they're all very frustrated because when they were younger, people listened to them; they took them seriously. When they're older, they have nothing to offer to human society. They're just—they can't enjoy their senses, so no one listens to them, and they just. Waiting to die. They have not. They have nothing. It's like that in India now. Generally, we think old people will be wise, isn't it? But if you spend your life watching TV, then you'll grow up to be an old fool. That's all. And no one will. And the old people, what do they do now? They retire and they watch TV. That's it. They have nothing else to do. <coughs> Previously, older means. They've studied Shastra throughout their life. They've heard from sadhus. They they become wise, and then they, in their old age they can give good instruction to others. But now old fool, that's all. And the the only things that are valued in human society are activities for sense gratification. But old people can't act for sense gratification. So they're just frustrated. No one cares for them because they they have nothing to offer for anyone else's sense gratification, and uh, they themselves are frustrated because they have no higher goal of life. All they care for is sense gratification, and they can't enjoy it, and they're just waiting to die. And another frustration comes that previously people used to listen to them, respect them, especially if someone has been like a A big person in this material world, and then when their people are following his order, 
and then later he's so old he can't walk except with two people supporting him. He feels very frustrated. But now I, I cannot do anything because he likes to feel I am the doer. But old age is a good lesson for those who are wise enough to take it. But now death is coming, so I should prepare for that. So this feeling, I am the doer, independently of Krishna, that is the cause of material happiness, but built into that material happiness is the certainty of material suffering. Therefore, Vimulhatma, one who thinks, I am the doer, he is a great fool. We should think, I am the servant. Now, we shouldn't think that, oh, I'm not the doer, then I won't do anything. No, we should endeavor in Krishna's service, knowing that it is our duty to try to serve him, but the result is in his hand. We should try our best. Knowing that whatever ability is coming from him. We shouldn't think that this is another rascal that people say. That, well, why should I do anything? If God wants, that he can do himself. Why should I do anything to him? Why should I offer flowers to him? If he wants, he can get them himself. Prabhupada told the story. Someone offered, someone prayed to Kali, deity, that for some boon, some varam, and promised, I'll offer you one goat. You fulfill this desire of mine, and I'll offer you one goat. So his desire was fulfilled, but he didn't offer the goat. So Kali, the deity, said to him, Hey, what about that goat? He said, Well, you know, goat's a little expensive. So offer something, you know, offer, offer a chicken or something. He said, Well, if I, if I bring a chicken, then the priest will eat it. I'd rather eat it myself. So then she said, well, can you offer something? At least you see the offer some kind of animals. And then they said, well, there are so many flies buzzing around you. Why don't you just grab one yourself? <laughs> so if we think that I, I won't offer anything to God because he can do everything himself. Yeah, yeah. Or people. Sometimes they say, well, he's so great that how can we understand him? Therefore, we won't bother to try. All uh, pious-sounding arguments to avoid him. So we should understand what is the actual position. We have been given minute independence by Krishna. Minute. If that is misused, 
But then we think that we are totally independent. And if it is properly used, then we come under the Antaranga Shakti of Krishna, the internal energy, and again we think we're the independent doer than Krishna, but in a different way. We think, just like Mother Yashoda thinks, if I do not feed Krishna, then he will starve. Why? I have to make very nice food for Krishna. She is thinking that Krishna is dependent on me. <coughs> that is a very high level. Now, in this, Sri Vaishnava Sampradaya, Tenkala, they say that the perfection is to come to the stage where one has no independence. That in perfect prapati or surrender means that one has no independence. One simply acts in the way that Bhagavan wants us to act. That is the perfect stage. No independence. <coughs> but to come to that position, one has to use his independence to choose that. Because actually if you become fully, if you become fully, if you become non-independent in the absolute sense, absolutely non-independent, then you don't have a choice to choose whether to be surrendered or not. And then you just become like a machine. So to act simply as he as he desires, that means one is not. That means that one recognizes that one has no actual independence. We are fully fully in tune with his desires, what he wants us to do. But one has to choose to do them. So some little independence remains always, without without which. We would, we could just, uh, you know, like, like this, we could hire a robot to do the arity. Sometimes people, Prabhupada didn't like this, that, that rich men, they hire pujaris in their home to do the worship. He didn't like that. So you should do it yourself. Otherwise, you can't pay for bhakti. We see that in our ISKCON temples also. If they hire pujaris, which is often done, you can't expect the same amount, the same standard of bhakti. It becomes a job. Then they may go on strike or something like this. I need a pay rise. You pay more, otherwise we're not going to do the art. Or we have some unions, pujari union or something like this. <laughs> make a strike. So, by payment, you can do... You can hire people for cleaning the temple, for cooking and all this. But you can't expect that the same Bhakti Bhavana will be there. It's not possible. So we have to choose to serve Krishna 
for his pleasure, to act for his pleasure. That is the proper use of our independence. So one who thinks, karta aham, I am the doer. I don't need Krishna. Krishna is not in control. This is rascalness. This is foolishness and it's rascalness. But if we recognize that whatever I can, if I'm able to do anything in Krishna's service, it's all by his blessing. That is the proper understanding. That we should do something. Prabhupada criticized his godbrothers for not being active in preaching. So he wanted to do something. <coughs> but when he did that something, he spread Krishna conscious all over the world. He said, it's all by the blessings of my Guru Maharaj. He didn't think, yes, I have done. It's all the blessings of my Guru Maharaj. So he didn't take the credit for himself. Because he knew that without the blessings of Guru Maharaj, he cannot do. So that is a fact. Everything works by mercy. There are two kinds of fame. One comes, one comes from piety and the other comes from notoriety. <laughs> Bhaktisiddhanta says, so. use this. Play on words. We can do good things. That is called Kirti, then one becomes. There's Kirti, Upper Kirti. Yasham, Upper Yasham. One can be famous. Kirti, Yasya, Sajivati. One who is famous, they live even after they die. Their good name goes on them. But there's bad name also. Sometimes people try to become famous by doing bad things. They, try, they may try to kill a famous person, so they become famous. Just like, I don't recommend it, but none of us are well-known people. But we could become well-known if we were to shoot a famous person, right? Then your name would be in all the newspapers. You'd become famous. Again, I don't recommend it. <laughs> but uh, that's one way. to become famous. So one should not desire, not the desire, I shall become famous, I shall become recognized, I shall serve. Bhakti means, let me serve. We don't want anything. Not love, puja, pratishta. Everyone should become a servant. Even in bhakti, this feeling, I am the karta. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. We should know. We can only do by the grace of Krishna and the Vaishnavas. If we're distributing Prabhupada's books, if we start to think, I'm doing very well. I'm a good book distributor. I'm doing good service. 
then you can't distribute. Have you had this experience? Have you ever had this experience distributing the books? The books are going out, and then all of a sudden you some ahankar comes. Oh, I'm doing very well. Immediately. You can't distribute one book. The power to do so is withdrawn. So we shouldn't think, I am the doer. In devotional service, this also causes a lot of problems, actually, among devotees. Because someone wants to, this, this feeling, I am the doer, this, this is, if we bring this into bhakti, then uh, one devotee wants to utilize others to promote his own fame. You all go out and collect lots of money and I'll build a big temple and I'll get all the credit. Something like this. Or someone has a superior position and he bosses over the others. Of course, authority should be followed, but it's not that. Authority in Krishna conscious means that one has the opportunity to serve others by guiding them. It doesn't mean that he should become like some uh, Stalin with Tilak on, something like this. One should always remember that we are servants. As soon as we stop thinking, I am the servant, then we're in Maya. And all the problems begin. So we should always remember that. We are not the doers. It is our duty to try our best to serve Krishna. But the result is in his hands. Whatever he wants. Hare Krishna. Is there any question? I think others you didn't even hear the class. I asked for a sound system. I'm not the doer. So. <laughs> it didn't manifest. Is that good? You have good Shravan Shakti. God has given you good ears because you are eager to hear. Only if we have the, 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 the question is only if we have a little of feeling of I am the doer then we can get inspiration to do activities. No, we should we should know, again, we should think I'm, I, I, was, I addressed this point in the class, but we should think I am the servant and it's my duty to serve. If we think I am an independent doer, then we're in my But we should think I've been given the opportunity to serve and I, I can either take that opportunity or not take it. 
We always have to pray for the mercy to be able to perform our service. I'm praying to you all for blessings. I'm, it seems I'm coming to the end of a big writing project which has occupied much of my time over the last few years. So I'm asking your blessings to complete it. I cannot. Please give me your blessings. Otherwise, without the blessings of the Vaishnavas, it's not possible. Maharaj, it's the same question what you asked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should, uh, should we not feel that we are servant doer? Servant doer, yes, but instead of enjoyer doer. Yeah, as a servant, it's my duty to serve, which means to do something. That way, I can feel I'm doer. Do No, you can think I'm the servant, and the result is in Krishna's hands. You see, if, you, if one thinks that I'm, I am the doer, then one should, the natural result of thinking like that is that I should be the enjoyer of the results. The result that comes is made by me. Therefore, it belongs to me. So, I can do, I can attempt to do as much as Krishna wants me to. That's a, we should keep this understanding very clearly. Even to do, you see, even if you think, I have to do some service. But even then we should understand it's only by the, the mercy of the Lord that we can do it. I can I I cannot decide with full surety that I am going to do this service. I shall do this service. We can only decide that I shall attempt to do this service. And if, if the Lord's blessings are there to complete it, I shall complete it. But if you think I shall do Then, if, if we forget that we can only do by the Lord's blessing, then we're properly understand. The individual is again, everything comes from Krishna. But Krishna gives the minute independence too, that we can choose, do this or do that. So we can pray to Krishna and the Vaishnavas, Sapko Sanmati Dei Bhagavan, to give us Sanmati, good intelligence, to choose the right thing. That comes from associating with devotees, by hearing from devotees, then our intelligence becomes purified by understanding what is correct and not correct according to Shastra. As much Shastra Pramanamthi, Kaya Kaya Vyavastita, Gyatva Shastra Vidhanaltam, Kayam Kaltaneharhasi. One should know what is correct and not correct 
according to Shastra and act accordingly. Yeah, because we we can choose to pursue a certain line of action. And if we do so, we have to take the results with it. Krishna gives us, if we want, we can do, we can pursue a, a, a sinful line of action or a pious line of action. Krishna gives us the independence. Krishna may save us from sinful activities before we even do them. Just like generally it's considered that the result of sinful activities, if a, if a child is born with sub-intelligence, mentally retarded, but yes, that's the result of sinful activities, but it prevents them from performing any more sinful activities. So that's the Lord's mercy in one way. How all this works, it's very complex, actually. How the karma foul is manifest, it's very complex. Even you see astrologers, they study all this and they, they often get it all wrong also. It's very complex. Therefore, the best thing is, Asanga Shastrena Vyurhena Chitva Kapti tree of karma with the, with the sword of detachment. Just forget about all, you know, should I do this or should I do that? Just become detached from material activities and become attached to serving Krishna. Cut the, the bondage of karma. So, if we, if we consider what's been discussed this evening, it should be very helpful in our devotional lives, isn't it? How we, how we see the world and how we are acting. This is a very important subject matter. How we see. What is our position? What is Krishna's position? How does Maya work? To be free from Maya, just like Prabhupada says, two persons, one in Krishna consciousness and the other in material, the other in material consciousness, working on the same level, they appear to be working on the same platform, but there is a wide gulf of difference in their respective positions. The person in material consciousness is convinced by false ego that he is the doer of everything. So, just like you're working in DHL. And other people are also working. 